Well, hello, everyone. Hopefully, I won't go out here because my sound has been going in and out through that video that I just played. Hopefully, it was just me and not the video itself. But some good news coming up, and I want everybody to pray for my son. He's doing his bodybuilder competition in Charleston, South Carolina, and he gets second place in class, I believe, or above. He actually becomes a professional bodybuilder. So let's pray for him and see how everything goes with that. My coffee plants are starting to grow. I have one really starting to bloom out. So hopefully before long, I'll have coffee. And who knows, maybe we'll have a con coffee day or something like that. Yes. <laughs> got hers going. I got mine. This is my like second Starbucks of the day. Okay. It's that <laughs> kind of day. So. Well, I don't have any caffeine, but I do have my red shirt for wearing Red Fridays. Remember everyone deployed? Oh, yeah. And it is July 4th, so hopefully everybody will have a great weekend, have some barbecue. But also remember there are people with pets that kind of get frightened during this, and there's also people with PTSD that we really want to watch out for. Those are the big ones. But I'm not saying don't go out and have fun. Go out and have fun. Have barbecues with your family. Do all the fun stuff. For I mean, July 4th. I mean, what's it about? Barbecue, family, fun. And today's guest, we have AnchorCon up in Clayton, New York. So let's say hi to Tanya and Cindy over here. Hi. hi. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. I'm telling Thanks, you, I, I am super excited about your guys' con. Like, I, I'm really excited. I wish I could be there. One, I've never been to New York, right? And two, <laughs> Greg and Greg and CJ, I tell you, I'm new to the, the con world, but I'm not new to, you know, the whole, like, sci-fi and I'm a... I'm, all kinds of stuff. I'm a huge zombie fan, right? Okay, mm -hmm. so they, they're not. I am a huge zombie fan. But huge I zombie am, in games. You're gaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm so excited because it's in New York, and it's just, um, yeah, I just had to tell you I was excited. Because if I didn't and my kids get loud and I don't get to talk, then I'm just the person sitting here. So I was like, I'm going to tell you all now before things get crazy <laughs> in my household. So, yes. <laughs> oh, we got a mute there. Cindy, is that me? Yes. Oh, no. Uh, you're good. You're good. Go. We can hear oh. you now. You're good. It's the, Again, it's the wig hair. It eats all will to live and all sound. So I will keep my mic closer. No worries. There we go. So, yes, excited. And thank, thank you for being excited. We're super excited, too. It's going to be a lot of fun. And since you're a zombie fan, we have walkers. We have two of the main yep. walkers from The Walking Dead. Tanya, oh you, you know, you want to tell about Oh, my gosh. Them. Do you know? Yeah. We See? do. I need I to go to New York. I think Amy's taking an emergency trip to New York State this oh weekend. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I need to be there. <sighs> Y'all have actually. We have Tanya, did you want to tell them about uh, Mike and, and uh, Greg? Are we going to circle around back to that later? I don't want to step on toes. Whoa, whoa. I don't... Go for no, it. No, no. Uh, so it's it's actually kind of an interesting story how everything is intertwined because the very first time I met Cindy, and we do a lot of work together now, but the very first time I met her, she was doing zombie makeup on my daughters and I for a hometown film, uh, a Godzilla type of film that was being made. So yeah, so then what happened was, and we'll get into the hows and whys, but when we started planning AnchorCon, 
we thought, you know, we know a lot of people in our small town area who have done something on the big screen. And I was, so I was trying to reach out to them and um, I had done something for Showtime at one point. So we were like, this will be a cool panel. Like how do hometown people get into big productions? And as I'm on a car ride with my significant other, he says to me, you know, I think I, I am Facebook friends with this guy that like was a walker on the walking dead or something. Um, and that is not exactly how Greg French got his start, but it's pretty close. He And so we reached out to Greg on Facebook of all places, completely out of the blue, just kind of taking a guess. And he was like, oh yeah, I'm from Governor, which is 17 miles from where Cindy lives. Uh, and he said, yeah, I would love to come be part of this. And then it just kind of exploded. He brought uh, Mike Kosky and they have a production company. So they are bringing screenings. And one of the cool things that they agreed to do uh, is because we're a not-for-profit convention, we are building the dead doors, those cafeteria doors that were featured in the show. And they're going to do a photo op and all the money raised at that photo op will go to our sponsor who is a not-for-profit. Oh cool. my gosh, I need to be there. <laughs> like, you, guys are, you guys are my people. Like when I mentioned Robert Kirkman to Greg and CJ, they had no idea who he was. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Hey, I respect it. It's not your fandom. I'm, I get I'm that. I'm sci-fi. I'm not zombie. Y'all are it. my people. Oh, I feel it's at home. I feel at home. Welcome. Welcome. Amy, we really need you you. to come. I need somebody to to, um, host the Q&A. Yeah, that would be an amazing hostess. Absolutely. And Greg and and Greg and Mike are so much fun. They banter back and forth together all the time and they like they rag each other. It's they're hilarious. So I can't wait to hear the stories of like what's it like to walk around for hours on end in the zombie makeup. Like, did they scare production assistants? I would love to know. And we get to hear all of those great stories when they when they come and and be with us. Yes. Is there any video portion of your con? Like, are you guys doing any of it virtually or is it all just in-house? We don't actually have any uh, virtual um, pl- streaming plans. That's hopefully something that we can get off the ground. We're still really running through pre-production right now. We're almost finished with it. So if we can get something like that up and running, we will absolutely do that. And if I'm not, and in the future, we'll definitely have it. I'm looking at the asking me for her. I'm telling you, my husband is off and he's watching my kids. So you know what conversation we're having later. It's like, <laughs> hey, I need to go to AnchorCon. Like, that's where we're going to be. If we go as a family or what, I'm going to be there. That's my goal. We are family-oriented con. We have lots of stuff for kids. We are bringing in um, puppeteers that have worked on Sesame Street, on all the late-night shows. There's, we have um, all kinds of – we have the chalk twins that are coming in and teaching kids classes on how to do chalk drawing. We've got a sensory room for for special needs kids that you know need to oh, take a break or something like that. So we have tons of stuff planned for families. Cons are generally not geared towards – you know, the littler ones here, but we wanted to make sure that everything from our pricing to our content to our atmosphere was for the smallest to the oldest. We wanted everybody to be welcome and everybody to enjoy it. So yes, bring your family. We would love that. Amy's now on Expedia looking at flights too. (laughs) I'm not even going to lie. I'm totally on AnchorCon's website right now. (laughs) I would share my screen. Like that's totally, that is what I'm doing. I knew that's what you were doing. (laughs) It's one of those things. I can tell when you're online. (laughs) 
That's because I have two screens and you can see me. I'm looking to the side. I swear I'm not ignoring anybody. I'm just looking people up and trying to figure out how to get up there. Like, <laughs> yeah, we got you. So that was one of the things actually when we uh, started planning is we sat down. Our production team is slightly larger, but it was pretty much the two of us because our backgrounds are very different. And we said, what are the things we absolutely love about cons? We want all of them. And what are the things we absolutely hate about going to a con? And let's get rid of as much of that as we can. So one of the things that we did is once we had pretty, we we have a couple of new things we haven't announced, but uh, once we had pretty much everything, we laid out, we ended up going from one main stage panel room to three panel rooms uh, running all the time. And we laid that all out and made sure there was something for a different fandom all the time. And there was something for a family or children all the time. So, you know, our big planning sheet has all these different colored X's and highlights all over it to make sure that there's always something you can do. If you do not want to watch the cosplay contest, there are two other panels or screenings running at that time that might appeal to what you're there for. In addition to the vendor floor. Wow. It's, like it's going to be great. I and that's, that. that's when it August 21st and 22nd. Yes, Correct. it's very hard to say. It's August 21 and 22 of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> now, I mean, we, we, no, all... we, we hear it in our sleep. That's what we're at now. <laughs> <laughs> now, we have a lot of guests. What about vendors and... Well, um, I'm actually the vendor coordinator here, um, and I, as soon as I got that job, I hit the ground running, and I combed the internet and I'm not going to lie. I looked at other conventions that are nearby because these are small businesses. They're trying to get back out after this horrible panini. They, they suffered so much and they just really want to get their stuff back out there. So because we're a nonprofit and because Rotary is very much an honesty oriented organization, they offer a, um, a, a protection of a panini pro- protection from if there was something that came up and they had to cancel, they got all their money back. So we wanted to make sure our vendors were protected from beginning to end. Um, we gave them generous floor space. We gave them free electric. And so of course the vendors jumped at the chance to get their merch back into the hands of con goers. And we are now offering over 40 booths and tables. We have a combination of, uh, craftsmen. We have a we have Starforge Sabers coming in who makes custom lightsabers. Uh, he is building us a actual AnchorCon custom design, which is blue and gold. And so you can pre-order sta- sabers from them. We have um, Geekling Creations, which has handcrafted, hand sculpted silicone ears from everything from hobbits to um, to Vulcans to every kind of ear, facial prosthetics, orcs, we have things like that. We have got um, artists, so you can go in and get your, get your uh, the sketches that you want from your favorite artists, stickers, dice, all of those wonderful things. Um, handmade crafts, um, and we have an, uh, anime vendors coming in. So we have something for everybody. I love to tell people that it's a nerd craft fair, essentially. Um, so we're super, super excited because our floor is booked solid. You cannot get a, a, a toot in there. It's amazing. We're so excited for that. And what <laughs> she didn't mention authors. Well, maybe I we know, should right? Oh, yeah, Maya <laughs> is the one doing the authors. So. Wait, that's me. Two yep. here. Him and me. 
So look, look, book right along with Amy. We'll put you in. No problem. We'll make you fit. Uh, so one of the things that's nice about our area is in addition to kind of having people who have dabbled in TV or movies, those kinds of things, uh, we seem to attract just creative talent in general. And my background is not the same as Cindy's. I am a very casual family cosplayer. I go for the panels. I go for the writers. I'm uh, I'm a storyteller by nature. So we have a one panel that is called Writers on Writing. And we have Christopher Hopper and Reich Spore are coming. Uh, one of them is actually sponsored by our local bookstore. But Chris Hopper lives right in Clayton. He lives in the town where the convention is taking place. Nice. And uh, they so they will be there to be doing signings. But then what we also have is specific fandom writing panels and specific fandom writers. So we have several comic book authors and a, a small comic book publisher, and they will be doing writing storytelling through comic books as well as drawing the panels and, and the art that goes with it. We have two uh, production teams coming who their writers will be talking about writing screenplays, writing scripts. And that's what I do for the company that we own. So though, you know, I specifically kind of chose what I wanted those panels on because it was information I wanted. Uh, and then we, so we have artists who fall into those genres, but then we have writers who fall into, I think four or five different genres of writing and storytelling. Gotcha. Now, what other guests, you mentioned the two from Walking Dead, what other guests are gonna be there? So we uh, we can start with the cars. Cindy, do you want to talk about the a couple of the fandom vehicles? Because we consider them celebrities. We're super excited mm -hmm. to have them. Like, yeah, we went to one where it was Supernaturals. Baby was there. Yeah. Oh, we we we'd love to get eventually. Um, so what we're the, the big the big daddy coming in is Optimus is here, and he is the world's okay. only Hasbro sponsored Optimus Prime replica. He is a full 18 wheeler sized truck. He has to sit outside the arena. He's that large. Um, the gentleman, Joe, who owns it, he built it himself. Um, he used it as an inspiration for his son. He does anti-bullying campaigns. He he takes people to proms in it because he's amazing. And the, the truck um, is fully inside and out, complete movie replica. It The paint job, it talks to you it, in Optimus Prime's voice. Peter Cullen's voice comes at you and says, roll out. The coolest no thing ever. There are there's oh steam gosh. effects, there's lights. It's absolutely a magnificent vehicle, and so he will be with us. And he also owns the Night Industry. Yeah, I think 2000. we need a girls' weekend in in New York State. <laughs> you know, we have many wineries. We have many wineries, and they're beautiful. Ooh, um, you had yes. me at you had me at wine. I mean, I'm on the the cars guest list, and I cannot. I'm trying to contain myself for when you get to this one because it's like I could. So, faint. yes, could the faint. car. Everybody knows the Night Industry 2000 kit. No have, way. Yes, way. We have the actual full yes. replica with uh, complete. He talks, he makes the sounds, got the, the red racer in the front. Absolutely. You. Yes. We will have We will have a Hoff cosplayer who will be there looking like Michael Knight with <laughs> oh. take pictures with that. So yes, we absolutely will. And uh, he will, Kit will be parked indoors and he will be getting photos. You can get photos taken with either Optimus or with Kit. Um, unfortunately right now, because of the Panini, we are, he's not allowing people to get inside Kit, but sitting right next to it, it's Kit. 
<laughs> and of course, <laughs> the theme song is good. Here. That's just right. as good. Um, we will also be bringing in the Echo 13, which is the truck from the Ghostbusters uh, reboot movie. We have a local nice. cosplay group that Scott, who does charity uh, events with that. So it is a replica of the Ecto-13. So you can bring in your proton your proton pack and your, your jumpsuit and your, and your goggles and your traps and get your picture taken with Ecto-13 too. I just had a flash of um, Stranger Things when they did this. Yes. yes. Yeah. And we actually, we had, we had thought about doing, instead of the Dead Doors, doing a... Um, a Stranger Things setup, but we ended up with the walkers. So we're like, no, let's do Dead Doors. That's the yes, cooler. For sure. So, yes. so those are our guest vehicles that are coming in this year for us. Very Man, cool. I love and it because the the kit on your website, it says that it was featured on Comic Book Man. So I'm just assuming that you guys know who that is because they also did not know who Comic Book Man was. <laughs> I know who, okay? Con- yes, I know who that is. <laughs> I love I you guys. I love you guys. I really Yes, do. but we can talk other fandoms and she doesn't get hey, that. Hey, so hey, hey. Balance- no, wait. Hey, let me finish. Now. Let me finish. Hey, so, but so I'm with my people. Balance- <laughs> we balance each other out. Because I just get to give them a hard time because it's very rare that I know something in this world and they do not. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going, true. I'm going to live on this as long as I can. I really around a little bit longer. Amy. Hey, <laughs> hey, Aid, we weren't bringing age into the question. Okay. We weren't doing that. No, part of it has to do though with what our interests are. Yours are zombies. Mine are not. Yours is gaming. Mine is not. Mine is major sci-fi geek. So, but know, everybody loves Kit. Yes. I yes. do. I'm telling yes. you. Yes. But Common, we ground. End- Common ground. <laughs> we did end up with like this kind of 70s, 80s, you know, uh, fandom group kind of unintentionally because I had spoken to Joe Fiducia, who owns Optimus is here. Mm-hmm. And Cindy, as you can see by what she's wearing today, this is one of her. So she, she said, you know, Optimus, one of the original Transformer voices with Samantha Newark, which is not something I knew and was not my fandom. So Samantha Newark will be at AnchorCon. Nice. And and we have some pretty cool pictures of Cindy with both Samantha and Optimus at other conventions. Nice. So, um, so yeah, Samantha Newark is one of our kind of faults. Oh, you can't fall. You can't hear me. No, no we can hear you. Oh, you're it's good. Cindy. No, it's Cindy that's talking. Oh. We can't hear her. Oh, no. Okay. No, whatever you just said, the last two things, we didn't hear you. That's okay. It wasn't really that important. It was... <laughs> Uh, so yes, we so Samantha Newark was one of our first celebrities along with the Walkers, and then we started kind of looking for other fandoms and reaching out for other fandoms, and so we ended up with a bunch of small town, um, small town people. We have someone who has been on Walker Texas Ranger, someone who has been on the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and someone who did the binge movie for Hulu, which kind of fall into, you know, different groups of people. Um, And then the next person that we actually booked it again, I have to say, I don't think I've said it yet today, but nerds are the absolute best people because Cindy booked a vendor who then said to us, Hey, we have this friend who works for Funimation and she's in Texas and she would love to come. And you know, like we're, she's, she'll come with us. And so that's how we ended up with Corinne Sudberg, 
who has done tons of voiceover work in kind of different fandoms. Yes. So she's going to do some, some voiceover stuff, uh, but she does, she, one of the things we're doing for families is she does a guess that Pokemon game show. So we will have that for, for families. And she runs that as her, um, I'm going to say this wrong. Corinne, if you hear this, I'm really sorry that I say this wrong. It's Megami 33 is, is what she uses. Uh, and so she has done voiceover work for all kinds of different um, anime. And she's also done voiceover work for gaming. So, yeah, that's, you know, I would have never been able to find her if we hadn't had a vendor who had reached out and said, we do a lot of traveling to co conventions together. Would you be interested? And we do have what actually the the gentleman who will cosplay as the Hoff and also as a couple of other, uh, we, we specifically went to him and we're like, here's the list of what we need. He's done some voiceover work, but then we also have a voiceover artist from a completely different realm. So we have a voiceover artist who does work for Audible. And um, so she and she is also an author. So she'll be talking about both of those things. And she's holding a panel on how to get into Vox and uh, audible work if that's the kind of voiceover work that you're interested in, as opposed to commercials or anime or gaming, which, you know, our other guests can talk about. We got something right. for everybody. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. I like it. Um, ACX. I've, I've gone through ACX. Matter of fact, one of my books is on audible and i can tell you there's some people that really can be there but there's some people that don't need to be there <laughs> <laughs> i agree well, that sounds ominous that yeah. is such a nice <laughs> way of saying that greg that's a very nice way of saying that i mean like i said i i mean i had they audition for these books and when you listen to these auditions some of them you are actually banging your head saying why this is not a book for you, <laughs> but there are some that just really stand out. That would be amazing. And that was, that was one of the things, you know, when I talked to her and had that first conversation with her, she said, she actually sent me, I think she was a teacher in a former life because she sent me a bulleted list of what she would talk about in her panel. And the very first thing that she said was, you are not going to be able to make a living doing this right away. Like you have to understand, you have to have a day job when you first start this because there's a huge learning curve. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and you know, that was nice of her. So we did with our celebrities, we did reach out to some other fandoms. So we have a wrestler from the WWE and my kids were very excited because Dewey Murray, who is our wrestler, has done a couple of pieces for uh, Monday Night Raw with uh, Ronda Rousey. And my kids are huge Ronda Rousey fans. So that was we weren't sure we were going to be able to get a wrestler, but that is something that people in our area are interested in. So he'll be there speaking and signing autographs. Um, and then we have kind of two other big groups. One of them is our group of puppeteers, which Cindy mentioned, and they're all coming up from New York City this year. Uh, it was it was kind of cool to be emailing them and they'd be like, sorry, sorry for the delay. We were working on Saturday Night Live. OK. Oh, oh, oh no. OK, no problem. Take your time. OK. <laughs> or Cindy, the day that I got the email from uh, Jeff, whose last name I always butcher, the cosplay uh, um, judge. Magnuson, yes. Who was Jeff on 30 Magnuson. Rock. Yeah, yeah. We had our other cosplay judge was on Thirty Rock. He built an entire Mecha Godzilla cosplay and stood right there next to Alec Baldwin, and it was cool. Yeah. yeah. So he's wow. our other judge. Yeah. 
Um, and then the last that we've we've announced so far is we have on tap coming and this is this is where I there was a big learning curve for me and they were so much fun to talk to. Uh, but they are a serial show based uh, on a homebrew tabletop RPG game. And they are currently, right this month, I believe, they are pitching to streaming platforms. They're pitching the show to streaming platforms. Nice. So, yep. Yeah, and so ONTAP will be there and they will be doing, you know, the small town panel and the writing screenplays panel and the puppeteering panel. They, they kind of kicked that off for us. Um, and then they'll be doing some things with RPG tabletop gaming as well. Yeah, and we get to see the pilot episode. Yeah. I was reading a lot about on tap and I, I picture that like down here, I think we, what we would call is LARP live action. LARPing, yes, precisely. But like on digital and, and funner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously you haven't been to the Texas Ren Fest. Now that. Sure haven't, but man, I can only imagine how big the swords are and that's awesome. I want to oh. go now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And so My we talked about. <laughs> Yeah, there it I, is. Guess I have my headpiece here. Awesome. Yeah, I, I love it. it. Ooh, hey! There you go. Oh, I love it. And Castle Kazar, you're being represented here. I hope you're watching. <laughs> I love it. I'm down. I love it. I love we we have we don't our we our closest Renaissance fair is a million miles away and it's hard to get to so i think Yay. there's a couple around Texas, aren't there normally a couple throughout the year? Uh one in Sherwood and one in uh Magnolia. Plannersville. The state is so big, there's probably a couple of everything. <laughs> yes. yes. There, no lie, we drove from San Diego, California to El Paso, Texas. It took the same exact time to drive that as it took going from El Paso, Texas to East Texas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Wow. 836 miles from border to border. Yeah. Roundabout yeah. figure. So in hours, yeah. So we talked about your um, logo earlier. Yes. So, where did it come from? I like it. It's unique. It's definitely unique. So what's the move story behind it? <laughs> there we go. There we it, go. Uh, it became uh, obvious when we started this project that we needed a name for the con. We needed something that was catchy, that was easy to remember, that it was just a really great hook. Um, so we kicked around some ideas, and some names oh, were too long. Plan. Some names... <laughs> what? A hook. That's a play on words. Anchor hook. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am clever. I try to be on TV. Anyway, so um, we uh, so we kicked around some ideas. Some names were long. Some names were taken. And uh, Clayton actually, as its symbol, is an anchor. They had a very large steam tanker uh, anchor. Tanker anchor. I can rhyme too. I'm clever. And uh, it was pulled out of the St. Lawrence River because Clayton is located on the beautiful, gorgeous St. Lawrence River. And that's actually a monument in the town. So we thought, anchor con. Mm -hmm. It's simple. It's easy. It's free. It's me. It's an exciting new fragrance. It's amazing. So we loved it and it stuck. And so of course it's a, a river and it's water and we're like, what'd be really cool mascot for this? And the mermaid came up. Mm -hmm. So um, I actually designed the mermaid. I had some, uh, uh, some input from another collaborator earlier in the process. Um, and we ended up designing her like this and her colors are blue and gold because those are the colors of Clayton Rotary, who is our major sponsor. They are the ones that we are putting this on for. It is their major annual fundraiser and all of the funds that we raise will go back into the community and for all of their international relief efforts because we are 100% nonprofit. Love it. 
Oh, I love it. Nice. We also one one last little tidbit about the about the anchor about the design. There, you'll notice that there's a yellow ribbon around her tail. Oh, let me move. Yep, there it is. So that is there because Clayton is very close to Fort Drum, New York. We are very proud 10th Mountain supporters. Um, we are at Operation Yellow Ribbon event. We very, very proudly support our troops. We make sure we, we have actually um, boss better opportunities for single soldiers. They're going to be with us. We have uh, veteran run organizations. Our security team is owned by a veteran company. Um, we have uh, Knights, uh, Knights of Thorn, which is a Warhammer gaming community. They'll be with us. Um, we offer military discounts, like I said, and we absolutely support our troops. And we're we, we're very excited that we can show that support right there in our logo and show them that this is part of our community and that we love them. Very nice. I like it. I like it. I I like it when geeks get behind different the the cosplay geekdom nerdum whatever you want to call it. I own all of it. I, I'm a geek. I'm a nerd. I know it. I own it. I'm totally okay with it. I have no problem. I'm secure in my geekdom. Um, but when we get behind something, Casa people are so loyal that it goes big. So I love the fact that you guys are backing the community and doing this. Absolutely. And that's, that's what we're, we're really, really proud. We've worked so hard on this and it's Tanya will tell you we're, we're on this like over 80 hours a week. We are, and she and I, we were given a small stipend to do this, but largely it's a labor of love because we were so excited to be given this opportunity and we worked so hard on this and we wanted to make it as supportive and inclusive for everybody as possible. Yeah. And it's right. something we got a really good balance all the way through. I can so tell you being a vet. I like to definitely support the vets, being a vet myself. We 100%. have over over fifty percent of the entire convention, whether it is you know our gaming sponsor who is providing gaming consoles for um, we have he he's providing them for the history of gaming, which is a hands-on console uh, kind of play as you go setup, uh, as well as both of the tournaments that we will be running. So from our gaming sponsor to our celebrities to our vendors, over 50% of what we are bringing to AnchorCon is, is in some way connected to the county or the area that we are in. So either they're a relative of someone or they are a business in our area or you know something like that. And it's kind of funny. We, we have over 20,000 square feet to use. And we thought if we use the main floor, and the concession stand, and we can fill that, we will be happy. Uh, and we are now completely out of room. We have the vendor floor, the main stage, the uh, proscenium, not proscenium, the, um, oh shoot, the word just left me, the mezzanine. So on the mezzanine, we actually have tabletop gaming tournaments all weekend long, in addition to hands-on workshops and two additional panel rooms. And then they just built a brand new uh, room that overlooks the convention floor, and that is nothing but video gaming. And so we weren't sure that we would be able to fill, you know, the original floor itself at 16, 17,000 square feet, and now we're at 20,000 plus. So, so where did you come up with this idea? Because this is your first year, and it sounds like you guys are like hitting that sucker out of the park. It sounds like you guys have hit a home run. How did this idea start? Where did it come from? I know you mentioned there's not a whole lot around you, but how did you guys get together and, and take this one? Uh, I can start it. Okay, go um, ahead. <laughs> so so uh, 
Clayton Rotary needed, they were looking for a new way to do one major fundraiser. And the Ciro Arena in Clayton, which is where the AnchorCon will be held, is kind of the biggest, it is definitely the biggest convention center in that section of the county. It is one of the biggest in the entire county. Uh, and because they're Clayton Rotary, they needed to be in Clayton. And someone who is a member of Clayton Rotary knew Cindy through her where she works and and said you know she does this thing and he wasn't really sure what the thing that she did was but he had seen pictures and he was extremely supportive and is extremely supportive and so Cindy called up a couple of us and I in my spare time own an event planning committee that usually we focus on pop culture murder mystery and ghost stories that's those are my fandoms uh, but Cindy, a couple of years ago, had gotten my whole family, all six of us, to do a multi-generational cross-fandom cosplay, our very first convention. We did, uh, we, we did Star Wars, crossed with Disney, uh, and we have, you know, there are two of us who are 45 and then all the way down to 10. So, wow. uh, it, uh, yep, and so Cindy came to me and said, you plan small events. Would you like to try planning a bigger event? And then we just made list after list after list. And some things got crossed off. Some things got bumped till next year. Uh, but we we did. We, we've pushed hard. And, and to be honest with you, having two years was helpful. We originally were supposed to go up in August of 2020. And it became super obvious that that wasn't going to happen. But it mm. gave us more time to knock it out of the park. It gave us more time to really kind of hone our focus. And we had great friends who were willing to take phone calls and give us advice, so. Very cool, <laughs> I'm excited for you guys. It sounds like you guys are gonna have just a fantastic time. Like I said, Amy's probably over there still looking for flights. <laughs> I, I didn't know you weren't supposed to like cold call and cold email people. I didn't like, now I have a network to go through, but I didn't know that at first. And I use that to my advantage. We absolutely were like, oh, sorry, I'm brand new to this, but we're not for profit and we're on the St. Lawrence River. So could you, you know, could you help me out and just tell me what I'm supposed to be doing instead? And we probably got a good half of our celebrities you know, just based nice. on, on that. <laughs> Uh, I actually have to say, I know the feeling because when we started the show, I was sending emails out and it's like, well, I'm not getting responses. And then I started reading up and I started, I actually learned a lot of how you're actually supposed to represent. And it's like, I have to go through the publicist. If they don't have a publicist, then I have to go through the manager for a show like this. And then if they don't have either of those, then you go through the booking agent. And we did get lucky because uh, some of the local people didn't make us go through their agent, but the with the extra time, people were able to come back and say, "Hey, would you want me to reach out to this person too?" Or would you know, would it be a would you want someone to come along with me? So that's actually how we booked Choirfly. We so I'm a theater person. I'm a, as I said before, a, and we're music people in our house. And we have a group coming out of New York City called Choirfly. They are an acapella group, and they rework modern songs Very into cool. songs that apply to fandoms. So the ones my kid current kids currently love uh, is one called Villains. Which is to the tune of Royals, but they talk about what it's like to be a villain. Uh, so they will be on site Saturday doing kind of pop up performances, and then they will have an actual stage performance uh, on Sunday. 
I love acapellas. I know some people don't, but I do. I just, what they do is insane. And I can't imagine, like that, the song the Royals is going through my head and I'm imagining what they're going to be singing. You can find them yep. on YouTube. Have their performances up. You can follow them on Facebook and they're a lot of fun. And we were really excited. And again, Choirfly was actually, one of their members is actually related to the gentleman who invited us to ask us to come and build this for them. So there were, so like Tanya said, so many local connections, so many people, people reaching out to us to say, hey, we heard you're doing this. Can we be part of it? And we're like, we'll make room. <laughs> sure. Uh, so we um, we also are working because we want to make sure everyone feels you know that there is something for them. So we're doing a lot of kind of intro to Comic Con stuff. Our very first meetup is actually a fandom T-shirt meetup, and I know you can't see my T-shirt, but I have a Cobra Kai T-shirt on. That's one of our fandoms. So you know, people who who <laughs> oh, it's on the list. No, 2023. I'm, Amy. I'm even for 2023, Amy. Amy. We're laughing at Amy. I know. I'm sorry. I'm muted. I was. I didn't want to interrupt, but I was just like, ah, oh, man. It's just. We are people. You. We yes. are people. You've yes. got You've got over a month, Amy. Try to find a cheap flight. I'm telling you, I pulled up Choirfly on YouTube because I was muted. I was like, okay, I'll check them out. I'm muted. Whatever, you know. Oh my gosh, it's just more signs that I need to be there. So, oh, and man. I know in our drawers, like every holiday, somebody gets a fandom t-shirt. And we thought, if you don't cosplay, if you are not comfortable coming to a convention in your uh, Batman costume that you're, you buy for Halloween, throw on your favorite fandom t-shirt. Somebody at this meetup is going to get it. They're going to get the inside jokes. They're going to speak your language. Uh, you know, we are just huge students of pop culture and we love inside jokes. Mm -hmm. So we, that's, that is absolutely why we threw that t-shirt meetup together is if you've never been to a convention, put on your Cobra Kai t-shirt or throw on your Bat Dad t-shirt and come meet up with other people who are wearing t-shirts from the same fandom. Yeah. And it's like, t-shirts are an easy thing. Like I have Star Wars, I have um, Star Trek, I have... Um, stranger Things, and it's just like those are like an easy way to get to know somebody. Like, oh hey, Doctor Who, yeah, enough stuff, you know. And I like that person. Only I wouldn't have enough spots for all my shirts. I'd have to try to figure out how to right put them like dragons. wings, make wings out of your <laughs> yeah, shirts and stuff. Absolutely, with a cape of t-shirts, t-shirt squares. Oh, now oh. Oh no! Oh, oh, oh. oh no! You got to think it again. Now she's got nothing bad. Uh oh, I, I know yeah, that look. Look out! T-shirt on. Yeah. Well, uh, so we, because we're a big fan of mashups, actually, Jim, my partner and I, we did a panel a couple of years ago at the Raleigh Comic-Con and Galaxy Con, yeah. and we had mashup t-shirts. So his says, I love you 3000. My t-shirt says, I know. And at that point it was brand new and one person got it. And I was like, that's all I needed. I just needed one affirmation that we were doing it right. Well, so. and a lot of people don't understand Comic Cons. They don't, they're kind of like thinking, well, people just dress up and they go on the have fun. Okay, that's partially true. Um, that's, but yeah. when you think about it, think of people at sports events. They're always dressing up to represent their sport. You're representing your fandom. And here's the beauty of a Comic Con you get called a geek and a nerd at school. You are like, these are your people. So I'm telling you right now, yes. if you are sci fi, fantasy, you have a fandom. These are your people. There will be somebody there, inevitably, who will connect with you. 
and not only one, that, like but she it's said, also, one is all that matters. It's also a learning experience because when you go to the panels, you learn about your favorite actors, you learn about your favorite authors, your your voiceover actors. I mean, you're learning about them, and it's like you actually feel a part of them when you do something like that. Fandom is family. That's it. Exactly. For sure. And Absolutely. It's fun. I mean, you have such a Comic-Con high when you're done with it. Yes. So I mean, <laughs> you get the if, you guys, if you guys are organizing it, I'd imagine when you're done, you're going to need like at least a month of just like downtime. <laughs> We're actually taking a week's vacation literally right the day after. We're driving 12 hours to Myrtle Beach because we're stupid. <laughs> we're gonna be, we're gonna die, but we're gonna be in Myrtle Beach to relax for a week. That'll be great. Dying on the beach. Yeah. No, that'll work. Sure. Where yeah, are we gonna we, go? We when we had people reach out and we had to say, you know, we're sorry, we're out of time, we're out of money, but we'll get back to you for 2022. I that's what we agreed on is in September. We'll yeah. we'll, we'll start up again in September, but we need a little bit of time uh, because you do, you dream about this. You know, I wake up and I'll think, oh, I just, it's like having a show dream for anyone who does theater or for anyone who performs. I imagine for writers, it's like after you meet a deadline and submit something and then you wake up and dream that the whole thing went up in flames. Yep. So, you know, those, those are the kinds of things that, that you really put the pressure on. And the countdown clock on the website doesn't help either. <laughs> Every time I go to put something new on the website or to send somebody there, and I can literally see the minutes tick by. So, we Ryan, our webmaster. Days. Yep. Well, you know, days we got three guests right here who have this great podcast about Comic Cons for 2022. Just putting yeah. it out there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We, ha we, uh, and, and that was one of the, uh, like fandoms, but also one of the platforms mm -hmm. that did we didn't know anyone. We didn't know who to reach out to, you know, so it made it onto our list of things that we need to follow up on because we did, we made a list of all of the fandoms that everyone that was close to us was interested in, what they were interested in. Um, and then we had to pick and choose this year. Obviously mm -hmm. you have to pick and choose every year. Mm -hmm. uh, but that was, this was definitely one of the areas. If you hadn't reached out to us, I would, it wouldn't, have occurred to me to do something like this. And so now that we know someone, it's not a cold call anymore. I can, you know. Hey, <laughs> B&B is for free here. up here. Come on up. Yeah. And we're, we're a fun bunch. Here. I mean, come on. And I actually, our reach grows. I think I was counting it this week. It, our reach is actually growing 200 per week. So we're getting farther and farther. And I think each week we're actually getting at least one new subscriber to YouTube. So guys, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hey, we're here. We're for you. We're going to bring you the guests. We're going to bring you the actors, the actresses. It's going to take time to get some of the big, big, big names, but we're going to get there. <clears throat> I believe we have one coming next week. Thank you. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> and Kevin Zorbo next that? week. Who was that Kevin again? Zorbo next week. Hercules. Kevin Zorbo? As in Hercules, yep. Kevin Zorbo? As yep. an actor from God's Not Dead, Kevin Zorbo? Captain of Andromeda. Yes. <laughs> and it, that is also something that I have found is I was thinking, you know, across fandoms, across platforms, we're doing mashups. 
but we have found so many ways to reach across generations. Mm-hmm. That is, you know, we go to Comic Cons, we take our kids, they're another generation, but I can't tell you how many times we have said, my dad would have loved this, or, oh my, I watched the show with my mom, or people mm-hmm. have said, you know, my dad could do that voice. Mm-hmm. And, and speaking to that point, um, this is something I'm particularly proud of myself as my own brainchild. The entire time, through the entire convention, the entire two days, on the PA system playing overhead will be a nonstop playlist of theme songs starting from the 1950s, moving all the way up to today. So you've got, you know, you've got the, you got uh, MASH, you've got Knight Rider, you've got A-Team, you know, you've got uh, Welcome to Mayberry, you've got all of those famous songs that, you know, Angela, you know, Murder, She Wrote, all of those famous tunes that you know, and you hear them and you're like, oh my God, I love this. And then you look at, you're like, Timmy, Timmy, do you know the show? And Timmy's like, what? <laughs> now you've got, now you have a connection and you can watch this together and you can talk about these memories or you meet somebody completely new. You'll see somebody across the board. Oh, man, I know this song. Oh my God. Yay. And then you made a friend. Exactly. So that's we, me. Yeah. We, yes, we've engineered this entire thing to bring people together, to talk about things that they love because we are starved for being with people. It's been so long and so dark and so horrible for us for so long. And now we want to make sure that, like, again, we want to have everybody, fandom is family, and just have a really great time and meet new people. Like I said, you guys have got such an eclectic mix, but it's a good mix. And it might mm-hmm. seem like chaos, but it all blends together. And I love that. I feels just, like I chaos sometimes. You're you're reaching all different levels, like you said, um, but it's all different levels of various things. I mean, you've got zombies, you've got Optimus Prime. I mean, yeah, sure they connected, but it's okay because Kit's in the middle of it all, so it's all good. <laughs> we could get Kevin Bacon, then he would be able to connect it for us. Yes, <laughs> it would. Yeah, but we can't. Five years, five years, and we'll get Kevin. No problem. Okay. We got it. <laughs> He's like connected to pretty much everything. I mean, right? honestly. <laughs> It, it used to be Christian Slater. He was the one yeah. that was actually connected yeah. to everything. No, yeah. it, yes. I wouldn't mind a lost boy coming to my con. No problem. <laughs> I'm still trying to get Sean Aston, so it's all good. God, he hasn't like said get, no like yet. Samwise. Oh, I want Samwise Gamgee. Give me, yeah. We like to my favorite from growing up. And so it's like, I keep trying, I keep going, please. I haven't seen the no yet. So I'm like still playing, please, 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 please. Yeah, please. he, he hasn't told us no yet. Him or LeVar Burton. Neither oh, Jordy. Oh, I love him. <laughs> ah, Reading Rainbow. I just, he, I love his podcast. He's got a new podcast out. It's incredible. I love it. He's a book club. It's amazing. Yeah, he's really cool. So, I mean, I love any of them. But like I said, Sean Astin is one of the people that I've watched from like a little kid because he and I are only about a couple years apart. So like yes. he was growing up doing all that stuff. I was like watching him grow up doing all that stuff too. And so it's like, please say yes. Please, Sean Astin, if you're watching this, please say yes. <laughs> he on he just <laughs> played a, the dad like we i we picked a random movie it was rainy it, you know it we cold we picked a random movie and i turned around from i don't know folding laundry or probably checking email quite honestly and he was the dad in this and i had no clue that he was in it but there he was you know full life full color playing the dad mm-hmm. in this movie that we had turned on the dad I'm trying to think which one that would be. It's like I know from Goonies, Rudy. Um, Goonies, Rudy. He was in for 51st Days. 51st Days, Toy Soldiers. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, obviously. Oh, yeah. um, and then, of course, 
Stranger Things. And so what movie was he the dad? I don't remember. And I'm afraid to look mm, on my computer because no it good tank Nick. my internet. He was the dad in No Good Nick. That must have been a TV show that wasn't yep. I don't know. Oh, I'm just looking no. at his little thing. Yeah. And that's what it should. <laughs> IMDb. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's been in a lot of yeah. movies with, uh, what uh -oh. is his name? Adam Sandler. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's another funny yeah. guy. I really oh, I love Adam Sandler. Yes. Yeah. Him and just, Drew Barrymore together are a really good mix. What? They he have great chemistry. Special agent also? No way. <laughs> John Aston was? That's what it says. No oh, way. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my son watches that show. Aww. See, I love that show. And I'm 29, and I love that show. So You'd be surprised how many, especially during this pandemic year, how many of those actors actually went to voice acting. Hey. I mean, it was For quite sure. a bit. They but probably that, got a discount rate. <laughs> well, that, but it's versatile. And so it's kind of like a lot of my stuff went to video platforms and audio stuff so it's like you have to change with the times or you're in trouble it's like dc glenn he yeah. went mm -hmm. one not trying to jump into voice acting it's like if you don't go with the times and just sit there and wait they're not going to come to you no. so if, if the actors are moving to voice actors that makes sense well it's like the person that well i'll say her name tess primack who read my book she's broadway actress there in new york <laughs> and during the pandemic, she's like, well, I got to do something. They're shutting down Broadway. Yeah. I mean, what do you do? And oh. that's, that's one of the reasons that I, whenever I get a chance, I tell people, like, go peruse the website and then click on the links. Because uh, Michael Kosky, who is coming as one of the walkers, who, you know, who Greg French helped connect us with, when he sent me his bio, Yes, he was a walker, and that is what he is the most well-known for right now. But when he sent that to me, and it said that he had been in Brockmire, and Brockmire is one of my all-time favorite shows ever. And, like, I was fangirling over the fact that he had a small part in Brockmire, not the fact that he was a walker. Or <laughs> also uh, in Captain America Civil War, too. He's got, he's got some creds. Exactly. Who was in Captain America Civil War? He was um, – I think he was a, an extra or a background. He was one uh, of the escorts for um, – Ugh. He wasn't or in the elevator, but he was one of the bad guys, I think. Okay. Probably, um, I'm probably wrong, and he'll probably yell at me. When, and I will, I was like, yes, please yell at me more. Thank you. But we put all of that on the website specifically because if you go look, there, you know, my kids have never seen The Walking Dead, but okay. my kids have seen other things that these actors have been in, or Brendan Malafront, who actually I reached out to him. Uh, to host our puppetry panel. And then he sent me his bio and I thought, why did you agree to host? You should absolutely be on the panel because he had done some things on Broadway in addition to now having a children's television show on PBS and building puppets for, you know, TV shows and things. So, you know, there's de there are definite fandoms that we keep hashtagging them when we put these people on social media. Uh, but go click on the links and read the bios because our website is probably more expansive than most because we wanted to make sure people knew that the people we're bringing may may fit into a fandom you weren't necessarily looking for. That's really smart because sometimes they don't connect them all. Kind of like Sean Aston, let people know you know some of the different movies that he's been in or different shows. It's like David Harbour from Stranger Things. is. I'm like seeing him pop up everywhere now. I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't know he was in there. 
So when you do the different things that show the bios, it lets them know that, oh, hey, he's in there too. That's really yeah. smart. Yeah, it does help. And I think a lot more, a lot of the more cons with their website should be putting that on there if they aren't already, definitely. Mm -hmm. So if someone goes on the website and it's completely confusing, shoot me a message and let me know because it's, you know, it, it is a tangled web. It's like that orchestrated chaos, like all cons are. The website feels the same way. Uh, and there's one other piece where you may get to meet the celebrities, uh, depending on whether or not they, I know several of them are already planning costumes for our Saturday night adults only masquerade ball, M-A-S-K, masquerade ball. Uh, and that was actually also inspired by Cindy and a cosplay and a ball that she had been to an absolutely outstanding cosplay that she had worn to another ball uh, and she orchestrated the music for that as well. So that's an adults only event. And the it is what we are calling black tie cosplay. So uh, we have a couple of stormtroopers in tuxedos. Uh, that's think along those lines. Think along yeah. when you know Victorian ball yeah. round. Yeah, that's ball gown. Yeah. You guys that calls more. That calls for my western outfit there. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> I got absolutely. my bolo. I that's got my it. Bolo. <laughs> bolo is bolo is black tie. It absolutely is. Absolutely. Sure. As long as you have a ten gallon hat to match it. Oh, yep. Well, Yay, I got my, there we I go. got my yeah. stetson. I think, we, I think having a hat is a requirement along with the cowboy boots. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so. My. My daughter's favorite, my 20-year-old daughter, her favorite fandom is The Nightmare Before Christmas. So she is having a two-piece um, uh, gown made from the, Cindy, help me with her name. Sally. Sally from The Nightmare Before Christmas, and then the wig and the mask to go with it. So we- Oh, very cool. Th that's how excited we are about the masquerade ball. It, you know, it, it was Cosplay. one of the pieces that we were most proud of, yeah. Most Amy's sitting have, there purchasing the tickets now. I know. That's what I'm watching the, uh, most Because most cons do have an after party or several after party events. That's what you see in a lot of major city cons. And we wanted mm -hmm. to make sure that we had a special event like that as well. Um, so it'll be on the main stage in the con, um, in, the, in the venue. And we will actually have uh, fire dancers. They're called fire magic. So in, when you come in the doors, we will have performers that are tossing flaming batons in the air and eating fire and breathing fire. And then they indoors um, during the ball, they'll do a performance with glow sticks and and light up uh, fans and some hoops and things like that. And they're absolutely acrobatic. They're just amazing. So we will have entertainment and, and uh, beautiful decorations. And every piece of music is actually from a fandom. Every song will be featured in a movie. It will be on a TV. It'll be a remix. I have a toss a coin to your witch. I have a remix of that that's coming in there. Um, and of course, at the end of the night, we are, because the entire event was inspired by the um, the labyrinth scene um, where Jairus and Sarah dance together as the world falls down. So the, the, the ball will end on that song, on that very romantic note. And so it's it's just like the first time to get out and go dancing, have a good time, get dressed to the nines, and enjoy being a geek while you're looking good doing it. You guys have some really unique things. I love that. The masquerade ball, the t-shirt get together. You know, that's stuff that's really, I never really heard before. So I'm really excited for you guys. Yeah, y'all put a lot of thought into this. Mm -hmm. We are detail people. And it is true that the devil is in the details because those are the things that keep us up at night and wake us up early in the morning. But we have tried not to leave, you know, no stone unturned, 
no detail, not thought of. I don't know if it's a pace we can keep up. We'll see, you know, after this year is over, if, if we pull it off and we manage to get people out there connecting with each other and really enjoying, you know, the world being back open while they can come and be with each other, then we'll know we have done what we set out to do. That is it. Well, I know, I know you said, you said you had two years for this one because it was going to be 2020, but it ended up being 2021. So is it going to be harder if you do it next year? Are y'all going to do this every year? Are y'all going to try for every two years? I don't think it'll be harder next year because we have a lot of the groundwork laid. Um, we'll have ironed out a lot of the details, a lot of the logistics of it all. And so basically it's going to be almost like a plug and play. We're just going to look for different talent. We're going to look for different, different kinds of events. And since we are, theater people and creative people like that, we can do a lot of brainstorming in our downtime. Um, and this will be hopefully a continuing event. They, Rotary Clayton wants this to be their major annual fundraiser every year. And hopefully we will grow and grow and grow and we can raise a lot of money for a lot of great things. Very nice. Sure. And the beauty is since you have all that stuff, you just have to kind of pull down your big old binder. Yes. And Tanya's got them. She sure does. And I, I do know the first year is the hardest. Yeah, you, guys, you guys have got great groundwork for a fantastic thing and it's only going to continue to get bigger and bigger and it's going to spread and since there's not a lot of them in your area you know that's something you know especially when canada opens back up again since it's just across the river it's going to make it huge so we're really excited so. for you guys thank you yeah because that's one of the things here in houston i think there's what eight nine ten cons a year just in this area yep in any major city is going to be like that. You're going to have a plethora of anywhere in any major city. So yeah, we're, we're looking to be it. We're hoping so. Yeah. We, we weren't sure about the small town. I mean, it's, it's the town we have to be in because our sponsor is from there. That, that is, uh, and it is the place to be here in the summer. But the other thing we have going for us is people in this area of New York are used to driving. If you want to go see anything, you have to drive. So we had talent who, Texas, but still, yeah. Well, but like Rebel, because we don't have big cities near us, Rebel Legion is driving two hours to come to us to be one of the volunteer groups at our con. Uh, and so, Cindy, say that again. You were muted. Oh, dear. There we go. Am I here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Sorry. So, we have uh, Rebel Base Echo, uh, Rebel Base Echo, excuse me. Rebel Legion Echo Base will be here. So they will be representing the quote unquote good guys of Star Wars. And they are a charity foundation of themselves. They'll be bringing some props and some photo opportunities. And they're going to be one more cool thing to see. Very neat. I'm excited for you guys. It sounds like fun. I know. I wish I could. You're on mute. No, I was just saying I love it. And now I'm I'm over here looking up plane tickets. I know. <laughs> my husband's in the, my husband's in like, you know, deep trouble when I get off of this because he's not he's not he's not gonna like this conversation. I, I, I wish I could afford it. <laughs> and that's really high praise because we have always said we want to bring in the community who are kind of newbies and we want to bring in veteran congoers. And Cindy is a veteran con goer, but outside of that, you know, this is the first time we talk about it all the time. This is the first time we've gotten to talk to other people about it. So that's like super high praise from you guys because we don't know if what we have built is, you know, if you build it, they will come. So this, you know, helps us to know that we're on the right track at least. Well, and oh, I promise you, you know, what you guys have built, they will come. And yes. we share this video out and kick it out and they find out what all is going on. I promise you, they will come. 
Thank you. <laughs> Yay. See, I know have... I've been Comic Palooza here in Houston. I know there's Eastern Rim, there's Beaumont, Cyphacon in Lake Charles, which has been shut down for two years because of the pandemic and hurricanes that hit them like hell last year. Yeah. But they're supposed to be coming back for next year and they're still having the same guests, which is amazing. And I'm looking forward to going to that convention. Oh, that that's is great. definitely. Yeah, we yeah. also have Tyler up here. We have Beaumont. We have all sorts of comic books right here. I mean, Oof. I mean we, we, we are con you. goers. <laughs> we are definitely con goers. And we can tell you, we would be there. <laughs> <laughs> that is very good to hear. We would be there, definitely, without a, without a, without a well, doubt. We need, we need a Star Trek cosplayer to come and be in our cosplay contest because we've got that. We have, ca we have cash prizes. We have massive, they are handmade um, trophies. They are unique, one of a kind. They're not those cheap gross looking gaudy trophies that you always see we have large die cut metal trophies with anchor con 2021 with a big old anchor in it and they're blue and they're beautiful every first place winner will get one of those trophies we have five yeah. categories and there's cash prizes for each of them vip tickets to win um we have master builder novice builder walk on and uh children and i know they said there were five and i Oh, and, and judge's choice and, and best in show. So that's same thing right there. So we have five categories. It's going to be huge. You can register online or you can register day of master builder and novice. Um, the rules are, are listed on our website and there's different uh, criteria for master and novice um, master. You have to build 80% of the cosplay novice. You have to build 50% of the cosplay and you have to provide proof of the build itself. So we know that you actually did the work. So uh, it's going to be huge and very exciting. I've got three. Uh, I'm, I'm one of the judges myself. And I have two other amazing judges, um, Jeff Magnuson, who came in. He's um, he's our quote unquote heavy build cosplayer. So he has built um, uh, Mecha Zords from Power Rangers. He's built um, he built Gypsy Danger from uh, Pacific Rim. He's built the uh, uh, Godzilla suits like that. So he is like a heavy build uh, builder like that. Um, Asgardian Angelo, she's coming on board. She's a 10-year 10 vet, 10 veteran cosplayer from out of Rochester. She does um, an amazing Lady Loki. She does. She built an entire gown, um, uh, humanized TARDIS. So she had it all lit up, and it had and looked like had the police sign on her on her frontal area there, and it was absolutely amazing. Um, so she be our and then there's me and I'm just small potatoes and that's fine. But uh, so I, we have a really great panel. We've got to have going to have a big contest and. Yes, yeah, so please, by all means. Awesome. Yeah. And if you're not a heavy cosplayer, then you can show up Friday night in your favorite pirate or mermaid costume, and we're going to be doing movies as an interactive fandom showing. So you'll get props. We'll all yell at the screen together. Uh, there will be some choreographed sword fighting and some fun games and prize giveaways on Friday night as well for those of us who are a little more casual when it comes to our cosplay. I was going to say, say can, I bring my, can I bring my sword? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Please do. Yes, can you guys come down to Texas and do one here in Texas? <laughs> if like, they will let me, if they'll let me bring my sword on the plane, you betcha. <laughs> you can oh no you can't even mail it to me i was gonna say mail it to me you can come this pick is, it up I'll i'm sorry this is my emotional support sword i have <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh. no that all sounds yeah. awesome i wish i was one of those people that had you know the one the skill set to build their own cosplay outfit 
but just the time, because there's so many hours that go into doing that. So I am very envious of those that, you know, build it. So I wouldn't be able to bring mine. Mine is actually real. Mine was bought <laughs> at the Renfest. Oh, <laughs> well. The, the biggest build we have is uh, the gentleman who owns Optimus is here brings an 18 foot, uh, an 18 foot transformer cosplay. Oh that you my can, gosh. It is Gen 1 Optimus Prime. So it's a stilt built cosplay, walks around and he has to have his own booth to get into to get out of. But yeah, you can walk up with him, take pictures with him. Yep. That's oh cool. my goodness! It, it takes his own booth, two volunteers, and twenty minutes. Actually, are the uh, the guidelines for him to bring that? Yeah. All wow. I did was build a suit of armor. That's all I did. So I'm um, yeah. And <laughs> and almost every uh, promo cosplay that we have, Cindy also built. So she built our living mermaid, which uh, there'll be promo shots of real really soon. Uh, and she built a phasma that we have by the anchor. So if you ever if you happen to see those on our social media, the uh, because right. Rebel Legion was coming, she thought we needed something for the opposite fandom. Well, yes, definitely. Okay, and. Tanya, do you want to go ahead and do that announcement? And Absolutely. So uh, what, what we have decided to do is because we are so very excited to be here and to be able to reach out to other people who love what we love, uh, the first person who listens to this and emails to tell us that they saw the show, that they saw this, um, that emails our email, which is anchorcomicon at gmail.com. So in my background, you can see the website is anchorcomicon.com. Just turn that into a Gmail, anchorcomicon at gmail.com. The first person to email us will be gifted one free weekend pass to AnchorCon. Yeah, we Amy, don't Amy's that. sitting there typing with the I one. Was hand. About to say, do I, am I disqualified or do I count? Because my email's up. Like, we'll comp you. No worries. We got you, girl. We'll comp you. If you can get here, we can get you in. Yep. We hey, got you, fam. We got you. Then. I can do it. We <laughs> won't even have to wrap you in a trench coat or stand on your shoulders or anything. It's we we have we can get you. I'm with the band. <laughs> no. I'm with them over there. I promise. I'm with them. That's right. <laughs> oh, so I I apologize. There is one caveat because if you you know we're doing this at the end. So yes, if you email us and you tell us that you heard the show, first person to email. But in the body of the email, you have to tell us that you heard it here first, uh, we are going to have face a face painter at AnchorCon. We haven't announced that yet. Uh, you, this is the first time that we have confirmation and are able to say that. So uh, for families who are coming, for little kids who are coming, we will have a face painter. So email us at anchorcomicon at gmail.com. Tell us that we will have a face painter. You heard it here first and you will get a free weekend pass to AnchorCon. Perfect. Uh, what was that? What was that email again? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, if I don't move, you'll be able to see it's anchor A N C H O R Comic Con C O M I C O N at gmail.com. Nice. Don't, if you don't want to put on a helmet, put on a mask, get your face painted. Y'all be done up like Spider Man or Mermaid Princess or, or, or Captain Princess or however you want. And we got that for you too. Nice. Here we go. That should have gone through. Yep. Did you? 
<laughs> we can make it look like a helmet for your suit of armor. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> then you don't there have to bring go. it. Yes. Oh, nice. I'm really excited for you guys. I mean, like I said, what you guys have going, especially for your first year, is insane. I am mm -hmm. super excited for you guys. I wish we were so much closer. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hell of a drive. <laughs> well, it is. And unfortunately, my husband's having back surgery, so I can't do it this year. But hey, there's always next year. I'll tell you what, if Amy actually gets her, we'll do a live show there. Yes, we would love to do that. Broadcast I'm working more. on it. I got my pricing for my ticket and everything. I mean, I got that. My hotel, everything's all like up, okay? I just have to bring my Bam. husband in. <laughs> Family vacay to a Comic-Con. Come on. How easy is that? And no, we I'm have so much along. to offer in the Thousand Islands in, in our area. There's so much to see. It is a sportsman's paradise. There's there's all kinds of things to do on the water. There's boat tours. We have two castles to see on the islands. Most people don't know. We have Bolt Castle and Singer Castle. I know this isn't con stuff, but our region offers a ton in the summertime for, for tourism and for families and for everybody to come enjoy it. You'll find something that you'll enjoy. We have a huge water park that's about an hour away. It's This is a really great place to visit. Well, well and see, I didn't want to go fishing, but I know out-of-state licenses are fortune. And, and <laughs> always have one free day. And those who are, you know, below south of the Mason-Dixon line, you know, August is like super hot. It's actually not up there. Oh, we are like candy. We are candy in this in those summertime. <laughs> we are uh, northerners are like we're gonna die. We're gonna die. And then if we went to see you guys, we probably would. But up here, you know, you know how warm it was today. Sixty-five degrees. You're kidding. What? It's raining. Sixty-five degrees. Are you no? You're yeah. totally week of eighty degrees. It's, it's ninety. Don't even it's have ninety-two out there, there. Believe it or not. No, yeah. it's ninety-two out there with a heat index of like I swear at least ninety-nine. It's hot as the hell. The humidity is about ninety percent. So yeah, yeah, we got we got really close to ninety, but not too close. And we had a little bit like not even one hundred percent humidity. But no, we are definitely not in the oven like you guys are for sure. Yeah. So if anybody south of Mason Dixon wants to get a good getaway for Comic Cons, head up to Anchor Con in New York because it will be very cool, very nice. And hey, when you're done. Hopefully Canada will be open and you can jump the river and go shopping in Canada. Eh? Absolutely. We will keep you entertained from Friday night to Sunday evening. And we, we do, we have something uh, in every panel room and on the floor every single hour for two days plus the Friday night movie, which is a nice way to ease in if you've never been to a convention before. And if you have, the great thing about these kinds of movies is no one yells at you when you yell at the screen or sing your favorite songs. Truffle shuffle. There, oh, there will be a truffle shuffle contest. Don't you worry about well, that. Oh. For sure. Well, we would definitely like to thank y'all for being on our show today. Thank, thank you, you for, for having, having us. us. This, yeah. We've been very excited for weeks now. Well, congratulations. <laughs> I'm super excited to see how it all turns out. I have no doubt you guys are gonna be a huge success. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. It was so great. Thanks. Uh, definitely. <laughs> and everyone else, if you're watching the show, like they said, email them with whatever they said, because I'm not going to say it. That's up to you to be listening. And everyone else, y'all have a good evening and have a great 4th of July. Adios. Bye, everyone. Bye.